you want to talk about some WT actual F news? Yeah, who eh. wants to start? <clears throat> I'll, I'll start then if if there's no diggers. <laughs> yeah, Hold on. Go for Hold it. Hold, nope, nope, nope. No one will say shit until I find it. <laughs> oh, where does it go? We should listen to that Padom Padom song again. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'll be the new breaking news fucking thing. Kelsey, hit that up. Oh, God. I think I got rid I, of it. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Up. It's still here. Oh. All right, let's hear four seconds of that real quick. Okay, hold on. And of course, I took my cord out. Oh, God. <sighs> this is a professional podcast, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's some news, breaking news. Okay, I said three seconds, Kelsey. I, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. said four seconds, actually. It, was it okay? Vex, let's say straight. that you're right. Okay, Vex, let's say that you're right. And I did say it was four seconds. Wasn't that still not eleven seconds? No, 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 not at all, not at all. You time that uh, shit. Breaking news, rejection of affirmative action draws strong reactions from right and left. Conservatives hailed the Supreme Court's 6-3 ruling, which could drastically alter college admission policies across the country while Democrats rude the change. Um, essentially, earlier today, which um, today is June 29th, um, the Supreme Court uh, like ruled that Harvard and UNC can't accept students based on affirmative action. And for anyone who isn't aware of what affirmative action means, it essentially means accepting students, student applications based on their skin color. Um, that, that's really all it is as like a way to fight past discrimination and shit like that. And they have um, quotas to meet of certain skin colors. Yes. So um, that happened and people are really upset with it because the only three people that were against it were all Democrats, um, conveniently enough. And then people on Twitter were losing their minds. So there's Erica Marsh, who is a uh, oh my a pretty God. notable yeah, left-wing reporter. She, she tweeted also out, worked, unironically. She worked under Biden and yes. Obama. Yes. So unironically, she tweeted, today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs are needed. Today's Racist. decision is a travesty. That's right. They'll That's never be able to succeed. No black person will ever be able to succeed in she, a merit-based yeah. system. She just called y'all stupid. <laughs> she is the most racist motherfucker I don't know who could possibly read that and think that that was okay for her to say as a white woman with blonde hair. A Democrat. That's a like Democrat that one time Joe that. Biden said that um, poor kids are just as good as white kids. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that was pretty big breaking news today, which um, I think affirmative action is fucking <clears throat> stupid. And I say that as someone who's considered a person of color, which is a fucking racist term, by the way. Stupid. Well, that's what that's what I was trying to get to with the the bearded bitches podcast. Is that it's just like I would I want to live in a world where it's like I'm gay and it's like cool. Who cares? Moving I, on. Yeah, I got that from you, and I I, I hope they don't take offenses because I actually did kind of like them, but they seem to have been skirting a lot of the questions and even just the fact that they couldn't like. 
again, they tried to say it non-politically, but you could also have answered the question without having to bring Paul. It's just r- rationale into it, right? Um, yeah, the fact that the, mm. the pri- original pride flag stands for things that could be considered much deeper than just the superficial things that are being tacked onto it is quite disappointing. And I, I it was... It was interesting that they couldn't really give a straight answer on that. So it kind of feels like even they themselves are not really sure of what. Well, here's the thing. Ending up for they're strangers in a new land, right? So like they they're just getting to know us in like mm-hmm. our podcast vibe, and so maybe they're they're gonna have more guarded answers. I feel you know what I mean. After if there are more conversations, but, if they ever come back, all that kind of stuff, maybe we'll get into deeper, more complex answers. Which yeah, I can like, understand because, like, when I first started this podcast, I never wanted to talk about politics either. Right. And y'all were like ripping on me because I was like, I don't want to talk about that. I we don't want to talk never, about that. We would never rip on you. Come on. Kelsey. Yep. Yep. And um, so then I was finally like, okay, like, you guys have some points, and like, some of the things that I believed like don't make sense anymore to me. And now I feel more comfortable talking about it because if like I was trying to get a point like across to them while we were talking is that like, how do you find middle ground if you never are willing to talk about it? Well, here's the thing. They even admittedly said that they live in like a little bubble of people who are basically coastal lefty elites. Right. So Mm -hmm. talking to people like us, real rural folk, (laughs) it's new for them. Yeah, they're not, they're not I, used to I being exposed to, to new ideas or challenges. I don't know. It just because they were they were also it feels like it feels wow. It felt also as well that the moment that any question got just slightly like very, very slightly uncomfortable. Then it's just like, oh, we got to go get another bottle of wine. And I was like, oh, that's well, a convenient way to walk away mm-hmm. from the conversation and then come back, introduce a couple jokes and then the entire topic has changed. Yeah, but I the, <laughs> again, I'm not I'm not saying that I, I dislike them because I think they have great personalities and I would actually like right. to talk to them more. I would hope that they come back. At the same time, it's like I the way that you were approaching all the questions you had was extremely neutral grounded. You were really just inquisitive. You weren't harping on their beliefs, you weren't pushing back on any of them. You genuinely just wanted clarity from the point of view of someone who is not only in that lifestyle, but also actively, um, you know, fighting for it. Yeah. So it it just felt disappointing that they were willing to defend it to a certain extent and felt comfortable when it was within their realm, but weren't able to, like Kelsey was trying to do, find the middle ground when we were being very accommodating. So I I just would have liked to hear, I would have want. I just want to hear their more genuine takes because even the way that they were coming across with a lot of things, like yeah, they sounded very rational minded for liberals, right? So, so it would have been nice to hear more of that. That's all. They're on a brand new podcast that like they they've never spoken to any of us in person before, and now like here we are. And I don't know. I feel like when you, and especially like we challenge each other all the time on all sorts of different stuff. So maybe if you're not used to being like combative. You just kind of want to like smooth it over and get, I don't know, man. Are you yeah, simping I, for these guys because they were kind of attracted to you? Yeah, kind of. I mean, what okay. can I say? My ego needs to be fed. Monster hungry. And they were like, oh, dude, we like actually think that you're, you're... they call me, what was it, a twonk? A tw- yeah, they thought you were they very They said that cute. you were pretty cute. Yeah. Very it, attractive. I had so, a great voice. It was like they were just talking you up and you were just eating it up like a total twonk. Twonk. <laughs> So, yeah, when it comes to a disagreement, I might be more on their side. 
I don't know. I just, I would like to have a genuine discussion, not a debate. <clears throat> I like, I don't want to be turned to one side or the other. It's just, I would like some clarification on some things, like the whole yeah. fuck them kids thing, you know, like they were very anti child. I would just like to know what the roots of that was because now the whole children thing is very intertwined with the gender ideology and gay movement and all of that stuff, which a lot of people have issue with. And I would imagine okay. that to a certain extent, maybe they do too. So like, yeah, like obviously even though that like, I don't think that our, our politics and their politics necessarily go along. They do seem like the type of people who like to fuck well, around and have a good time, hang out, talk yes. about some, but when it comes to like specifics about like, know, we might not necessarily agree, but think of this more, like, let's say we do want to get to those more, those topics and cover them in more detail. Think of it as kind of like a first date. Like we got to know each other a little bit better. We got to like feel I where each other are. I go balls on first dates. So no, I don't agree <sighs> with that at all. <laughs> he, Max thought for sure that I was just pranking him, getting him to take a cold shower. And then I was going to be like, fuck you. I'm not having you on my podcast. That's where they were at when they joined the show. Which is interesting because he listened to a fair amount of 8750. Beforehand. And that's kind of sad that like he thought that because we had differing views that we were going to fuck on them that hard. Well, again, that's OK. So he was talking. I didn't want to chime in because like they were having good conversation and I just didn't want to talk over people. But I can understand what they mean about. Be so the first the first person I ever seriously dated is, was from D.C. and we were engaged for a short period as well. So I can understand that bubble of D.C. like that is a super, super super liberal city and you get sucked into the bubble of the ideologies there pretty easily and it's hard to break out let alone speak out if you're even slightly different so to be really combative with those kind of things when you're living in that environment for 15 plus years i can totally understand yeah i don't know i had fun i thought they were funny and they you know thought i was attractive so it makes me a little biased dude the gays love me I don't know why. They always have. It's those leather pants you used to wear. I think you missed your calling as a gay. I know. <gasps> think about it. The disposable income. The Miatas the I could have owned. Could you imagine me cruising around in my leather pants? No shirt. Because why would you ever wear a shirt? I mean, I Yes, really I like can. <laughs> in a yeah. black Miata. Just With pumping. Kelsey, what's that shit? song? Um, Padonkadonk or some shit. Let's go ahead and play, press play on it real quick. Okay. Oh God, you gotta give me more of a heads up because I unplugged Jesus, it just again. Keep it open. Just keep <laughs> why? Would, why do you keep unplugging it? Because I, because I'm afraid that it's gonna start like someone's gonna Playing call me. some of your weird porn that you watch. Exactly, it's very <laughs> concerning. Couldn't you just see me just driving around I'd, in my black Miata with your Garmin on Scruffer? What did they call it, Scruffer? Yeah, on, right, on Scruff. Scruff. To be honest, up. I can just picture you doing that, like when you play Pokemon Go, like today. So I am really actually at a crossroads with Pokemon Go because Go Fest is coming up soon, and that's like a fifteen dollar event, and I want to play it really bad. Uh, but spending fifteen dollars on something so stupid is just like I don't. Mem remember the point. Remember Hold when they, wait, 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 wait. Remember when they used to make you travel to Chicago? Yeah. To play it? You went to Chicago. No, I didn't. Oh, never mind. You didn't. <laughs> Hold on. You yes. say it's 
stupid to spend $15 on Pokemon Go, uh-huh. but you literally spent an entire episode of a podcast complaining about how you didn't have enough money for a specific like $400 sweater or some shit. Uh, is a $200 sweater. Still too much for a sweater, dude. No, Marina Wool, shut up. <laughs> you guys have all right. no idea. Mr. Haverford, all right. We're getting into bikes and stuff, <laughs> and we I just got myself a bike rack for the back of the truck. Holy shit. It is fucking cool. Dude, shit, I think we got derailed quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about affirmative action. Uh, Anyway, I think that affirmative action is fucking like the epitome of racism. Totally. <sighs> it's stupid. It's stupid. I think we can all agree that it's stupid. It's not fair so- to actual black people that have actually worked hard, that are actually smart. And instead, they're letting in these stupid idiots um, who don't. Do they give to- out scholarships when they're like, okay, we need to help out? Let's just not even like put a race on it. Let's just say like poor communities. There are smart children in these poor communities. Do And so they're like, okay, we're going to give out. Do they give out scholarships or do you have to pay for fucking Harvard then when they're like, you can come on down? No, no so they, um, they give scholarships. Yeah, I was going to say they give scholarships okay. often and they'll give them a full ride in Canada. Like it's basically a full fucking ride. Like they'll have a quota yeah. and they'll just give you free university. Yeah. Um, if you. Yeah. Specific, yeah. Pretty fucking racist. Um. Also, the college system in general is a fucking racket, and it needs to be addressed. Do you do you want to, hold on? I have another thing about affirmative action that I want to say. Did you know that in order to meet their quotas for affirmative action, they oftentimes will dumb down their testing standards for certain positions? Yep. Just so that more people of other races will will be able to qualify for those positions because they need to meet that quota. Yep. And that is yep. so racist. Like, oh, if you're a certain color, you couldn't meet our standards. So we're going to dumb it down. And for for example, the Chesapeake, the city of Chesapeake actually had firefighters and police officers that had like a, like um, tests that they had to do in order to get the position. And they actually dumbed down the test like real bad in order to meet their quota for affirmative action in this, I think it was the seventies or eighties when they did this, they dumbed down the test for specific groups or just for everyone, for everyone in order to, in order to promote those specific groups into getting those jobs. (sighs) And that is like the most racist thing I can think of. Like affirmative action is racist. And to get rid of it is actually really encouraging, and it should be encouraging to everyone. That... So why is the right upset about it? Is the right upset about it? Yeah. I thought you why? said when you were reading, you were like, the left and the right are upset. Oh, no. It's just causing, like, disagreements between both because the overwhelming right is okay with it, and the overwhelming left is not okay with it. That's I heard Joe that... Biden saying that he encourages colleges to find ways to skirt this ruling and figure out how to get people from diverse backgrounds as i think how he put it joe Joe biden also likes to find ways to skirt around sniffing children in public so let's not take his opinion do you guys remember the time in the 80s joe biden said that he graduated at the top of his class from law school and he got like three degrees (laughs) and turns out he graduated almost at the very bottom of his class and earned one degree 
<laughs> and it was in the eighties. Like Google did not exist. But, but will... like they they fact checked him hard. Well, what the, he's trying to say was like he's he is quoted by saying something like, um, the collegiate system can only benefit from having diverse populations, blah, 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 or something like that. And I'm like, this is like getting rid of affirmative action is actually good because people don't submit their photos when they apply for college. They don't tell like you should never be like qualified for a school or for a job based solely on the color of your skin. Like you should be able to get those jobs because you have the knowledge, because you have the skills. You should be able to get into those colleges simply because you wrote a fucking awesome essay to get in. Like, or because you had good grades or whatever. Like it never should have been about color or race. And like I say, the college system is completely fucked. There's it, no good reason it should cost you three hundred grand to go to a fucking college for one year. Well, and inevitably it will be diverse if they just get rid of that. I guess that they would argue that because of systemic racism that minorities are at a disadvantage <laughs> and cannot achieve higher scores. Which and is so they will be weeded out. Well, I don't know. Why, Here's the why thing. are we trying to make when all the kids color... were kept home for COVID? It's minority groups that suffered. So all kids are dumber across the board. Thanks, teachers. Way to look out for the children. But especially the children that you guys claim to care about the most, the minority children, they their test scores have gone down significantly higher. Not all minorities, though, apparently Asians, Jews, they're still kicking ass. East Asian, South Asian as well. Yeah, they're, they're still dominating. It's basically everyone except for black people. Pretty much. I think Hispanics were in there too. So are you agreeing with, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, are you agreeing with critical race theory? I'm trying to figure out, well, okay, let's, so statistically speaking, we, like, it, their test scores, did their testing did go down more significantly than like like we just said, East Asian Asians in general. And are you I saying that whites, that's because but I'm they no, don't I'm have trying to say why is that? Well, why is it? I mean, I like, don't know. Well, you, I'm not you're the one who you. read the story. Like, why is I'm not sorry. Hold is on, I'm not leading you. Stop talking over me, goddammit. I'm not trying to lead you someplace. I'm just trying to say, why do you think that is? I, I don't know. Like, why is that? Hold on. Is your question why are certain people of a certain race scoring lower than everyone else? Yeah. Is that your question? Mm-hmm. That's Should seriously, we dumb your, down you the want... test so that everybody's the same? No, no. Do you want a genuine answer that's going to probably sound really racist? <laughs> if anybody's going to say something along those lines, I guess it would be you, Vector. Okay, essentially, black people were not always stupid by the standards that we're talking about right now. What ended up happening is, honestly, like, black people... I don't want to I hate saying black people because that seems like such a derogatory term. Let's just say people of uh, African-American descent, we'll say, okay? Um, up until... But are they American or are they Canadian? Because I used to say African-Americans and then Yef called me out because he was like, well, hold okay, on. there's black people we'll from use, all over okay. the world. We'll just use black people then as a general term. America is a continent, so technically Canada and the United States would both be there. 
But whenever you say African American, they always just refer to literally people in the U.S. It doesn't work for Mexico and Canada. Right. So, um, okay. So black people were doing totally fine up until I think it was like the 50s or 60s when pe- like government started being super racist and started injecting a lot of black communities with fucking drugs and then also moving them into poorer areas to subsidize richer white people to live right when you do all of this to a culture and over many decades you just start to degrade all of their family values all of their moral values you unfortunately do get a bunch of people that are unfortunately stupid and even more unfortunate for them they just all happen to be of one racial group right so on top of this look at black (laughs) culture as it is this isn't even being remotely racist just take a look at what modern black culture is like and what is being idolized in it it's a lot of fatherless homes it's a lot of women being loose it's a lot of people engaging in violent activities for clout for fame for just literally five seconds in the spotlight i do feel like cultures that really drive home like the family unit and focusing on education do tend to be the ones that like do and look at asian cultures like literally that's all asian communities do even if the father is literally just working all the time there is still a strong focus on the fact that the family unit is important and that's why in a lot of asian cultures both north east south whatever like all over the spectrum you have families that literally just all live under one house like grandparents are there as well i think that I think we all get tricked a lot too. And we all, we tend to make things about race and we completely forget that there are so many just like poor people of all different races. Like like, I I, I always think of Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn grew up like super poor in Louisiana. And he just tells all these stories about like him and his buddies, just like, like transporting hamsters from, pet store to pet store because that's what him and his friends would do to try to make a couple extra nickels they'd like breed hamsters yeah and like i can speak to that too because vex when you were pointing out that like statistically they have like violent homes and missing dads and and Kelsey has a moms, violent home <laughs> i'm like all of the above were for me and yeah. i never i never got my college degree and like and i'm white and i'm female so i'm technically a minority because i'm a female and but not all females grew up in that home right like this i don't think this is a racial problem i think this is a family unit problem i I think think this this is a class problem and it's being fed to us as a race problem to keep us distracted yeah okay so now problem i have with that is it can be a class problem for literally every other racial group but black individuals seem to disproportionately feel it more than others why is that that's well, the think, type of open-ended question I was trying to say earlier. I just couldn't thing, articulate yeah. it. Like, why is so? That? So the other okay, that is true. Here, here's a genealogy thing that I'd like to throw in there. And again, this is not racist. This is Uh-oh. actually if you're about proven. to quote Mein Kampf, I think we're getting canceled. <laughs> no, I'm not going to quote Mein Kampf. Um, I can't remember what it was, but there were some researchers that were basically looking into the different tribes of different parts of Africa. Because they had noticed that different tribes had had different ways of approaching things, right? There were some that had very strong um, patriarchal family units, and there were others that engaged in some very violent um, activities as well. 
They found that there are certain subsects of black individuals derived from certain parts of Africa that tend to just have hormone imbalances that lean more towards violent behavior. Too much testosterone. Too much testosterone. I'll tell you what. I don't think that women understand what type of a fucking trip having testosterone is. Jesus Christ. But uh, let me so let me just like now trickle this into everything else that we're talking about. Now you're talking about a certain uh, was a genus is genus the word I want to say. I have no uh, idea. I'm just thinking about how terrible this podcast okay. has gone. OK, I'm just saying there's now there is a certain sect of black people that originated from certain parts of Africa that are actually very popularly immigrating to the West. <laughs> and they already have very high testosterone levels, which make them more inclined to engage in violent behavior and behavior that has no rational thought behind it. I feel like that exact same sentence can be said about every single fucking male in, well, at least back in my day in between the ages of like 14 and 26 so I'm not just talking about the hormonal changes like puberty that literally everyone goes through, right? Like I can un I can I can empathize to a certain extent with the fact that literally every boy goes through that. But I'm just saying there are certain individuals that are more predisposed predispos to that kind of thing just because genetically that's how they were mapped out. I don't know. In, I think in all honesty thing sorry continue I, well i start thinking about we like the, the affirmative action thing comes out and it starts getting me thinking about like well is it right maybe like maybe we should be giving a leg up to people who come from like no hold on let me walk you through my thought <laughs> process without you being my fucking inner dialogue <laughs> it's like well i like to think things through right because at first when i hear that affirmative action is being gone i'm like good dude that's fucking racist it needs to go away and it's like well hold on a second like maybe it's it is important to give people from who have harder backgrounds give them a leg up. Maybe that is the right thing to be doing. I would and love a fucking leg up in life. I would love to get my college paid for. Can someone how pay was your for cruise? my college? Your husband, your college was free because your husband worked for the university. Yeah, but that's different. Okay. No, it's not different. Yes, it is. He <laughs> had to work for that shit. So. And it got you free college. Yeah. Yeah, Talk. it. What was your thought? Yeah. Um. So anyway, so I, like, is it right to give people? And then I just start realizing that I think like we just get fed this like race, 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 race. Because then I just start remembering all like, like Kelsey or like remember like Kayla would come on and Kayla had like a fucking out outrageous childhood, like her upbringing, and it's just like, dude, there are poor and and what what's better words? <laughs> Feed me better words, Vex. Okay, you're talking about equality versus equity is basically what you're trying to get at, right? Yeah, when the people stand on the egg on the carton so that they can watch the baseball game. Yeah, right? yeah. you're talking yeah, about yeah. not everyone just having the same opportunities, but some people having more resources to get those same opportunities than others. No, the I only... just mean that like every race and every ethnicity has got its section of people who are poor or people who come from terrible homes and people who still have to figure out their way to make it to Harvard. And also then I'm like, Harvard and colleges in general are a fucking racket. And then I just go on that diatribe for a and while. Then the, but then you think about people like the Obamas. Like, they both graduated from fucking law school. And then he became a senator and then became a fucking president. Like, it can be done even if you're of a different color. Just and like look it can at be George done Bush. In he became the president and he's basically retarded. 
Uh, yeah, okay. it can happen in like it. Your your color of your skin has nothing to do with what class you're in. Hold it on. really doesn't. Yes, Vex. Hold on. Okay, let me just let me just skirt in here real quick. Okay, skirt, skirt. Um. Okay. How? how... So I, the lens that we're kind of approaching this on from feels incredibly narrow because we're looking basically at a very specific group of people, which we feel should have a leg up because of social and economical, you know, outcomes. Is that fair to say? I just feel like poor people in general could use help. Okay. So regardless then, of color here, here is where I disagree with you then. Yeah. Is because there are hundreds of years of evidence of people coming from poorer nations in the exact same circumstances, maybe worse than some of the people that are taking part in this affirmative action stuff and they are making names for themselves. I can give you, for example, my parents. My parents came from a third world civil war stricken country, no money at all, no riches at all. And then How they moved to a different money to go to medical school. He had, he had a wealthy aunt that kind of helped him out. See, <laughs> he didn't get in because of affirmative action. I mean, he is brown. No, he took the fucking entry exam three times before he passed. But he had a wealthy aunt. There was someone that could pay for it once he got in. But to but get that's in, what I start thinking about when I think about Harvard, it's like Harvard wants their campus to be culturally diverse. So they do X, Y, Z to make that happen. But then I just start thinking, it's like Harvard, you are the most yuppie, most you're the most expensive thing on this planet to go to Harvard. You could get all colors of the rainbow there if you were just like it costs 20 bucks a semester come on down oh my here's, god now everyone's there here's the ironic part of Har harvard doing that do you remember that whole college university admission scandal that happened like two years ago where a bunch of rich white celebrities paid harvard to get their kids into school right mm -hmm. or it was yeah the uh aunt becky from full house got wrapped up into that was, it was one like, of oh, them yeah yeah my kids so on the really, rowing team and it's like no, yeah she's not. It's and her really husband massimo ironic. who is like a uh famous fashion designer massimo used to sell their shit in target but yeah her husband is massimo and so he got wrapped up into in it too. so for harvard to be doing this shit is completely just backwards altogether when they're doing xyz behind the scenes just saying but I don't I think everyone has an equal start from where they come from. Ultimately, like you have the choice to decide your own fate. If you mm -hmm. come from a poorer background, there are options for you to actually work harder and make a better life for yourself. That is one of the best things about being a human being and growing and developing into your own person is that you go through these struggles and it helps you become a strong individual. It helps you grow. Yeah. It helps you mature. I so that's what that. I don't like about the 2023 that we live in is that everything is like, oh, race, 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 race. Like, Kelsey, you had an experience at the pool recently. Yes, I did. And it's still bothering me, actually. Do you want to tell dear listener or no? Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell the listeners. Um, Can I just say we totally derailed this and this is no longer news? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I feel like what the conversation that we just had is just like nobody is fast forward button mash 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 really because i think this is far better than news really yes i think right. the listeners will want to hear our perspectives even if they disagree with us but we'll see um so yeah so at the pool uh we were swimming having a good time there was um an african-american family there and um, they had two little boys that wanted to play with with my son and i was like yeah like 
go play, have fun. And um, this little boy kind of swam up to us and was talking, whatever. And they were having a good time playing. And then the kid kind of out of nowhere goes, I hope that, what did he say? I hope that you're not scared of me because of the color of my skin. My son kind of looked at him like, huh? And he's like, because a, a lot of people think that I'm like a bad guy because, because I have black skin, but I'm not a bad guy. I'm a good guy. And my son was just kind of like, like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, just kind of. And how old was this kid? Probably six or seven years old. Right. And, and so that got fed to him by probably his, his parents. His right? parents. Mm-hmm. Right. So as this is happening, I, I look at the little boy because my son is like definitely confused. And I was like, we would never think that. Never. Right. And I just kind of smiled at him. And um, <laughs> you must he, have been like, this just got awkward. <laughs> yeah, it totally did. I just didn't know what to do. And the kid was I was just like, as long as you don't think that of us. And I just kind of like smiled. Yeah. And then his mom got in the pool at that moment. And like, I think she realized that her son was alone in near a family of white people. And I think that scared her because she got in the pool looking real concerned and came over and was like, hi. And he goes, oh, there's my mom. And we were uh-huh. like, oh, hey, um, this kid's mom, because we knew the kid's name at this point. And she was like, yeah, I'm his mom. And then he like proceeded to tell us what she did for a living. And like he was just like totally opening up and like, oh, my mom, she does this and that. Because he was um, just having fun at the pool with his new friends. Yeah. Like, and, and then everything was kind of fine after that. But the mom was clearly concerned that her son was like surrounded by white people. But also he was concerned that we were going to hate him because of the color of his skin in the middle. That means that that idea got put into his head probably by his parents. Yeah, it had to have. And then today we were at the pool again and my son found another friend that was um, black and they had a great time playing at the pool. They were pretending they were running from alligators and punching the alligator and you run on like, I'll take care of it. Da, 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 da. Like, so that's were... what I don't like. Like the news just feeds people like race, 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 tensions, race, 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 right. race, 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 race. And I feel like it's just this one massive distraction because what's really happening is this country is becoming a class based system right below our fucking eyes and we don't even see it. Mm-hmm. There's the oh, elite and then there's it. the they rest just... of us. People but they have it. us they so distracted about race that we're like, well, we didn't even notice. They also just can't connect two dots anymore. Like the, the average person cannot put one and one together anymore, I think is the bigger problem. And it doesn't it be- have to be like that. Like, why? Why is and I feel like the more that we subject ourselves to like social media where this runs rampant, like the more racism we're going to have. So that's how social media works. And I feel like people forget this social media works off of something being either like, I love it or I hate it. Or the best is when there's both sides, like my tweet that I did about the chick carrying a gun in Walmart, right? Or target. It gets a lot of people who are like, fuck yeah, I love it. And it gets a lot of people to be like, fuck no, I hate it. And then they start arguing. And next thing you know, the tweets got 600,000 impressions. That's how it works. This whole scenario of this boy that you met, in the in the pool is honestly a reason not for affirmative action because those are the kind of people who grow up thinking that there are things wrong with people of a different color and they're the ones that end up getting accepted into the schools for this and then put into positions of power and his mom had a bougie job too because of course he told us about her job which she didn't like because it's top secret what is it in vague terms i 
can't tell you because it's top secret and she actually specifically asked us not to say but she does have okay. a super bougie job and i was like damn i'm a stay-at-home mom like damn, so is it for girl. the government uh it's a bougie job it's a real nice bougie job and like i don't know man i just it made me really sad it made me really sad that a young kid like was scared of a family of of white Here's people. my other point. So Kelsey and I come from about the exact same area and racism it, it's I have not been exposed to it in my area at all. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah. I've never met somebody who's racist. So when I'm like what the fuck dude like nobody's fucking racist. Like that is also though my bubble. Right. I I don't know. I grew up in literally I was the only brown part of the only brown family in an entirely white town growing up and I never experienced any racism. You're in kid I don't know. Like I, no 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 dead like, ass dead ass when I was growing up the town that I grew up in was all white. We were seriously the only brown family in that entire town until I was maybe 16 or 17. And then there was another brown family that ended up owning a pizza joint like near the high school I went to. Right. But and nobody was racist towards you. Yes. Nobody acted any differently to any of us, like from day one. Like All in I'm the last saying. 10 years, it's become more racially diverse. But growing up, I did not experience I experienced actually more racism from other brown people growing up than white people. And like, so you not experiencing any racism from anybody, like that's great. And I again I hope that that's the way the rest of the country is. But sometimes I have to remind myself it's like I me and Kelsey, like we come from the same little bubble, and the bubble is not racist but yeah. that doesn't mean that there aren't places that are well see I, and i didn't even grow up in that same town like i grew up on another in another part of colorado totally right. different part of colorado and i never experienced it either until i moved to virginia and oh Vir that's right that's right that's right and virginia there is a very like southern virginia there is a very distinct racist vibe and it is from both sides and I had I had a black woman who was my trainer at work who absolutely refused to not only train me, but speak to me because of the color of my skin. And you had an incident at a hair salon, too. I had an incident in a hair salon where I was refused service because of the color of my skin. That's right. I my, my brother was refused food at a restaurant because of the color of his skin. And we are white. But so I think that there's there just some certain areas that we need to fucking get cracking on. Yeah, but there were also like very prominent white families in that area who hated black people. And it was like it was almost like moving into the 1800s. I was like, I never experienced this in my life in Colorado. I had my one of my first boyfriends ever in life was black and it never seemed to be an issue. Like, was that the second guy that you bagged? No. <laughs> You were supposed to cover your ears, goddammit. But anyway, so hold on, this makes me curious. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's Yef's body count? Huh? What's Yef's body count? One raven. Ew, you did well, a raven. A body count. You're disgusting. No, you don't Who do the ravens? raven. Hold oh on. my you, god. No, hold, that's you not the way it animalist. works. No, that's not the way Republican. I know. Oh I my god, hold, you're Kelsey, disgusting. You're gonna spread false information <gasps> and rumors about me. You go to the beat off shed. Get you yep, create a sample did with a raven. No, you attach it to the raven. I'm just saying the raven's involved, but not you like. Oh, the raven was involved. No, you're, no, involved. you're taking this the wrong way. 
No, I'm not weird. I just beat off in a shed and attach my sample to a raven, and then I don't know what happens. Attach okay, seriously, though, what's your raven? body count? Because we know Kelsey's body count now. What's yours, Vex? Four. <gasps> I would have thought higher. Wow! Yuffie. Yuffie. <laughs> I'm going to guess 16. Mm. Those are guesses. He's never going to tell us because he doesn't want to disrespect digit. his wife like Those this. Those are guesses. Is it double um, digits? He's never going to tell us. Two digits. That's a lot of fingers. He thinks he's too classy for this conversation because he's an elite white person. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. That's the other thing about being half Jewish is like sometimes being a Jewish person is like a minority and other times it's not. And in this you, case, <laughs> half of your bloodline rules the world. Okay. <laughs> like... The Illuminati rules the world. Kelsey, I'm insulted that you think I'm a slut. All right, this podcast I don't sucks. Think you're a slut. I just <clears> thought <throat> it would be higher. You said you thought it was going to be higher. I yeah. feel insulted now. <laughs> I think well, four is too many. <laughs> you went through a whole phase, man, where you're yeah, into all you sorts of kinky shit. Party? You went to a sex party. People who go to sex parties have high numbers. I went to a sex club and I only had sex with the partner I was with at the time. In, in front of other people. I really thought your your number was going to be at least I probably do not nine. believe And yet you guys hate on me because I do things in front of a raven. Okay, Vex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in the sanctity of intimacy. There you go. That's all. So I don't believe in sleeping around. All right. This whole anyway. conversation that we just had, I might just lock up behind the paywall because I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to benefit from that. Nobody wants to hear it other than like patrons. Well, I'm gonna I want to hear how you fucked a raven. What do you mean? <laughs> You're, that's why you want to lock it behind the paywall. You don't want anyone to hear about that. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> 75 <laughs> minutes. Our thrilling conversation about race relations has ended. Fuck yeah. In right. more breaking news, the woman, so there, there's an ad campaign, right? Um, well, no, an advertisement agency that Bud, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, that they hired, right? And so they made this can, right, for this uh, influencer called uh, Dylan Mulvaney, right? And so that's like this guy who like does this shtick where he pretends to be a chick and just basically like rags on women. Super based, actually. It's fucking hilarious. He just makes fun of women openly, but like because he's pretending to be a chick, the left is like, oh, you rule. Why are you talking like a 16-year-old girl right now? Fuck you, Vex. That's why. <laughs> so then that All blew up in their up face, right? The because it turned... Don't move. So it turns out that like the mass amount of people that drink Budweiser aren't really down with that type of shenanigans. So they all got pissed, right? They started boycotting it, right? And it, it was around Easter and everybody thought that that might go away in a couple of weekends, right? But it didn't. People are still pissed about that this, this much. Like, And so what they did is they took that advertising executive lady. She's some dumb bitch who was like, when I got put in charge of Anheuser-Busch, it was clear to me that I needed to lead this company it's a failing brand and i needed to lead it to blah 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 blah. blah. so she's just like 30 something bitch who's gonna fucking change the world Ugh, you white women fucking obnoxious um they put her on leave this whole time people thought that she got shit canned forever ago no she did not she was on leave but this Back. week she did get shit canned oh 
I think everyone saw this from a mile away. What did they use as an, as an excuse? Like, why did they let her go? I don't know, actually. That's she a very good question. She stole a pen from her desk one yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like, she fucking used the company computer to Google something that she should never saw. I don't totally. I know, right? Because you can't be, like... You did the job that we were paying you to do, but it turned out that it didn't do what we wanted. So bye-bye. Oh, we're firing you? Yeah, they're right. like they're look they had her on leave for that long because they were looking for a reason to let her go that they could justify. I'm also just wondering because they're hemorrhaging money right now. So they probably just couldn't also afford to keep her on anymore. <laughs> if anything. Thing. The <sighs> Right-wing media likes to make it sound as if Anheuser-Busch is just bleeding money, but I think they're just doing less awesome, but they're still, like, the biggest beer brand in America. It's like $9 billion in losses, though. Yeah, but if you're making $100 billion, $9 billion isn't that devastating. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, actually, do we even know what Bush, um, Anheuser-Busch's, like, revenue has been for just the last year? They're a publicly traded company. Give it a googs. Just type in Anheuser-Busch stock. I'm trying to put... Um, I would do it, but I have my computer turned because I'm trying to okay, find I got it, plug. I got it, I got it. Let me explain to you what I'm doing now so I don't you don't think I'm a lazy bitch. Uh, my soundboard is going to die soon because we've been podcasting for so long and I got to plug it in. You don't just, like, plug that into your computer? No, because then it fucks up the sound effects. Like, you guys can't hear them. Oh, that's weird, because mine's plugged into my computer. I'm sure it's a setting that I could adjust somewhere, but I frankly don't know how to do it. Oh. Hmm. All right. How's that Anheuser-Busch stock? How's it doing? Um, right now, it is at $55.59 USD. It's down 0.55% today. And what was it doing six months ago? Um... So a year ago, it was at $57.89. So it's down two bucks? That's not uh, bad. Yeah, about two bucks, yeah. Then. <laughs> so yeah, it's doing fine. It's had some pretty nice high points, though. Hey, y'all. What? If you don't know, you should buy stocks when they're low. Now, this is not a low point. But if it no, were this to get any lower, yeah. you might want to buy. buy. I know, yeah. right? Just like my sister bought Bitcoin and she she bought it when it was like Bitcoin was doing amazing. And so she, then she sold it when it started to lose money. Oh, and then, no, she did the exact know, opposite of what you're supposed to do. You know it, then it started to go back up after she sold it. I was like, dude, you did the exact. You, you oh, bought high God. and you sold low. What are you doing? Yeah. So um, Anheuser-Busch has a 52 week high of sixty seven dollars and nine cents and a 52 week low of forty four dollars and fifty one cents. So it's a pretty variable stock, huh? Yeah. Some ups and downs. Because that's the other thing. It's like, oh, dude, they lost so much market cap. But then like what they don't tell you is that all beer brands have been down lately. So it's like not really that. I don't know. I'm just saying when people report on how bad Anheuser-Busch is doing, I feel like they're manipulating the numbers to make it seem worse than it is. Okay, so actually their revenue has increased 7% since last year. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, th- it, I think this is all like a distraction of some type because they're really not doing that bad. Like my dad works in liquor sales and I was like, hey, man, you know how you talk to your dad. What's up, dude? 
Budweiser, they hurting? And he was like, no. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Budweiser's everywhere, like internationally. That's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I think a lot of people forget because people think of Budweiser as being an American beer. Nah, dog. Owned by a Belgian company. Yeah, Anheuser is, a, is the Belgian part, right? Well, it used to be an American company, but then they sold out to a Belgian mm. company. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. All well, right. speaking yeah. of uh, of hurting, I have a news story. Ooh. I hurt myself today. <laughs> a university janitor who turned off a freezer after hearing multiple annoying alarms ruined more than 20 years of research. What? <gasps> what How? kind of research? Yeah, he done fucked up. Um, so he his cleaning company that he worked for is now involved in a lawsuit over this um the research freezer contained cell cultures and samples um from the last 20 years and even small temperature fluctuations of three degrees would cause catastrophic damage this janitor was annoyed by the alarms and unplugged the freezer overnight Sorry, skin samples from just a human skin samples? Cell, or? cell scan, cell cultures and samples. So I'm not sure exactly what. They're keeping it okay. kind of uh, under wraps here. Did you guys Alien. hear that? Hear what? Yeah, okay. There now that my soundboard's no, now that my soundboard's plugged in, you can't hear sound effects. I did the curb your enthusiasm theme. Pretty oh, funny. Nope. Didn't hear it. <sighs> She's sorry. Um, so his cleaning company is being sued for over a million dollars. That's kind of bullshit. Like, I get that he fucked up, but come on, man. He didn't intend to cause a million dollars worth of damage. Like, he wouldn't have taken a shit on the Mona Lisa because he knows that that's valuable. But he just thought a fridge was creaking weird. Yeah. Oh, and well, hold look, on. Here's the thing. There was a giant sign posted on the freezer that said, this freezer is beeping as it is under repair. Please do not move or unplug it. No cleaning is required in this area. You can press the alarm or test mute button for five to ten seconds if you would like to mute the sound. Hold on. This person is a janitor. Do you think reading instructions is his strong suit? Or the say, English this was, language? This right. was an affirmative action hire. <laughs> oh, fuck, Vex. Homie could, homie could be from Honduras and is like, I have no fucking idea. All I know is that this thing's making hella noise and I need to shut it down so I can get some sleep. Yep. Yep, <laughs> I f I feel like okay. They won't reveal what they were, what the cells are from, but I'm sure perhaps it was part of their agreement not to deal with certain things as well as the other thing. I think this dude hella fucked up. I I don't know. I can see why they would want to sue for this, especially if it's they won't reveal what it is. So it might be really important work. Do you think that a cleaning company has got millions of dollars though? Well, one maybe over one million. So they they might. If they're yeah, I highly doubt it. So good luck squeezing that turnip. I mean, maybe they did have a big contract with this university to clean it. So maybe so they're pro large suing this poor Honduras man. <laughs> no, he, they're not suing him. He's not being named in the lawsuit. There's just company. his company yeah. that he works mm -hmm. for. Turns out it's a mom and pop cleaning operation owned by little Jorge. Well, then yeah. they shouldn't have affirmative action hires. There you go. He started a small business. How fucking dare you? <laughs> um, is it my turn now to go for news? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Company, changes LGBTQIA2S plus acronym to 2STNBGC. Oh, when we oh, were recording more. with Bearded Bitches, I was going to ask them. I was like, when do you think that the pride flag ends? Because you know how they keep adding shit to the pride flag. I, I wanted to ask to that, that too. I wanted yeah. to ask that too, but then I didn't know how to interject because they were chitty chatting it up. That's yeah. the thing about being a progressive. It never fucking ends. The pride flag is going to have so much shit added to it. I would love it if somebody out there got a tattoo of the pride flag and then below it, they got the new one and then below it, they got the new one and then below it, they got the new one. Hold and on. Before you know it, their whole oh. arm is just a stripe of tattoos of rainbow shit. This what? gets even worse. Okay. What the new acronym is. So the old acronym, it's LGBTQ, right? So you have the lesbian, gay, bisexual, right? And there's LGBTQ. all that other bullshit added on to the end the q is always weird to me that you can just like so remember if you called somebody a queer that was kind of mean and yes. now it's like fine it was again? a slur it wasn't mean it was a slur same with like people of color that like that also was like not That's a cool slur. So and like, now it's cool again does what? queer just mean that you're a little bit odd yeah basically <laughs> you yeah you don't fit into lesbian or gay or bisexual but you're definitely not straight is what you're, my you're but just you, out there but you could just like say you're queer and just be a little strange right like you could just Pretty be much, like yeah. i'm i'm queer because we're I all like, a little queer kelsey i like mickey mouse in my 40s and so, yeah, so you're I'm a, a little, little bit queer. queer. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> but then but if, if you're wearing like a MAGA hat and you look at the Disney cruise ship and you're like boat full of queers, then all of a sudden you're the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> well, no, yeah, like you're, on. you're only going to be queer if you find the mouse slightly attractive. Then you could say, oh, I'm queer. Like oh. if you look at Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse porn, which I'm sure exists. Kelsey, you would oh, know. 100%. I, would I? I don't know. Dude, your, you your search history needs to be looked into. That's all I'm Go saying. Go for it. Anyway, so in a story on demands in British Columbia to provide, quote, gender-affirming care such as puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, the CBC News Corporation opted for the acronym 2STNBGC instead of LGBT-whatever. So this new acronym stands for Two-Spirited, Transgender, Non-Binary, and under Other Hold on. Gender... Sorry. I'm trying to actually follow. Two-Spirited. I, kn- I do know what that is. Then okay. what was the next one? So Two-Spirit transgender okay non-binary hold on hold on no transgendered people also two-spirited hold on hold on so the two-spirit is the 2s okay then t is transgender okay then nb is non-binary okay and then non-binary is also two-spirited and then gc that's zero-spirited i think then gc is gender diverse children and youth Oh ah. no. Yes. Leave the kids yeah. alone. Leave the kids alone. I don't care what sort of fucking bullshit you want to pretend in once you're an adult, but come on, dude, leave kids out of it. So um they basically changed this to uh to include enhancing legislative protections for two STN whatever children and youth and ensuring that the Ministry of Children and Family Development staff can provide gender affirming care to children and their families. So time out. So two spirited just means that you're you have two different parts of yourself, okay. right? Like so, you could yes. be like a it's, fairy and also a dog. Well, it's no. a fun name for bipolar. No. To okay, so two spirited is a, originally an indigenous belief which essentially meant that you had a earthly counterpart that helped connect you to mother nature, right? And because then white indig- people thought that sounded cool, so they stole it. 
No, then gay people thought that that would be a cool way to be like, oh, I'm not straight or gay or male or female, so I'm going to be too spirited. That's what they did with it. So they took something that was incredibly spiritual and wholesome and co-opted it for sexual preference. So like if I thought my spirit animal was a wolf or a raven or like, yeah, if he's raven, then we would be too spirited because we're both human and also raven slash wolf. Are we three? That's an right? animal that you have a connection to. So yeah, you could argue that, but it's not sexual. But if you're not, if you're non-binary, raven. you're neither male nor female. So wouldn't you also be two spirited? And if you're transgender, you're also two spirited. Hold on. So okay, again, so two spirited has been co-opted from its original meaning. For the meaning, so for the way that you're referring to it, yes, it basically non-binary and transgender. And two spirited are all technically the same thing. I don't so now they're you saying know what that, the fuck you're talking so, about. So I think you're fucking with us. So no, now no, I'm, I'm that, dead ass. I'm dead ass. So so now they're saying that all indigenous people are part of the the queer rainbow. There's no indigenous part of it though. It's literally been co opted. That's all it is. There's so no like, indigenous inclusion here. But it uh, it derived from. Uh, okay. Literally, the, you know how the Nazis saw the swastika and were like, "Yeah, that's cool. Let's use it for yeah. our totalitarian regime." Because that's like this, a this is what the gender, symbol, right? yeah, this is what the gender ideology movement is doing. They so took something the, that was really wholesome. How do indigenous people feel about this? Because most I would people be fucking pissed. hate it. Most of the indigenous people in Canada, at least, fucking hate this shit. Isn't that and always also, the way it goes. That's like the also, the they also hate... keep going, Beck. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> They also hate all of this pro-indigenous, like, every child matters and all that shit. They literally just want to be fucking left alone. They don't want the government continuously interfering with their lifestyle or their needs and their wants. They just want to be normal fucking people. But all of these lefties just want to keep doing, oh, you guys are oppressed. Oh, you guys need more government help. Oh, you need more handouts. Oh, you need to be part of this, part of this, part of this. They just want to be left the fuck alone. And most people are like, this is fucking goofy bullshit. Now, again, if you're into this goofy bullshit, fine. Have fun. Don't force it on other people and don't force it on kids. But enjoy your pretend game. Who cares? But why is it that this ideology has taken such hold of the government of Canada to the point where it's becoming like law? It's becoming like gender affirming care is like a a law. How does that happen? And I think I have the answer. Mm -hmm. Big Pharma. Yeah. When you, when you get a society that is completely dependent on the government to provide their health care for you, then you have that entire area co-opted by the people with the biggest paychecks, which is Big Pharma. And yeah. speaking of Big Pharma, I don't know if you've heard, but they're starting to process a ban on natural health care products here in Canada. Right. Big Pharma has got its tangles into our web so much that we don't even think about it. This whole COVID thing was all Big Pharma making billions and billions and billions of dollars. You know, here's the the funny part, too, about the natural health product thing is that every news sort like outlet in Canada admits that, oh, they're doing it because some of these products, while mostly harmless, have some side effects. But never, never, not once did they ever say that about all of this hormone shit they're pushing or the COVID vaccines they're pushing or the flu shots that they're pushing. Not So if you give somebody hormone blockers when they're a child, you're basically signing them up for a lifetime of needing drugs. 
if you give them a sex change operation, lifetime of drugs. You're, not even a lifetime. You're setting them up for literally a death sentence in the next 10 years. <laughs> That's true because when you take hormones, they give you cancer after about 10 years, right? And there's they a reason have... why women can't get those hormones that they need to be women, like in order to have kids. They can't get them without a prescription every 30, 30 days. And even then, it has to be like lock tight super solid prescription but like if you're transgender they'll just give you whatever they don't even like care like you can have all the estrogen you fucking want you can have all the progesterone you can have puberty blockers we don't fucking care if you're transgender you can have all of it even if you're a child but if you're a woman that's trying to go through ivf you have to go through a fuck ton of red tape to get those same prescriptions and it's not just with COVID and it's not just with like the transgender stuff being like that big pharma being behind a lot of this. It's also with just like being fat, lazy and okay. Like peptides instead of like you go to your doctor, you're like, I'm overweight. I need to figure this out. They're like, well, let's get you this prescription. Let's get you this prescription. Let's get you this prescription. And nobody is ever like eat some fucking broccoli and go on a jog. Right. Big pharma co-opted everything. That's why. Exactly. They're like, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you have high blood pressure, but we got a pill for that. And like, yeah, your cholesterol is fucked up, but we have a pill for that too. And oh, don't worry about it. We, we've got a pill for this and we can also give you, it's like, yeah, or eat better, exercise more. Ta-da. You know, it's, it. fuck, man. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> no, it's just like. I feel like no. Bex just took a knee and she's just going to give it to us straight right now. I thought it's just she just like took a big old toke of weed. Like, no, it's just, oh, fuck, man. Man. <laughs> Jamie pulled that up. Dude, the government, man. <laughs> totally. No, you know Big what? Like, dude. As someone who's been in and out of doctor's office for more than half of their life now, like, seriously, if you like ask them about like, hey, if I just like make like, for instance, just like eating better because when my stomach issues were at, at their worst, no one ever recommended like, hey, maybe you should stop eating so many processed dietary foods. Maybe you should avoid dairy. Maybe you should cut out this. I literally had to just intuitively do all that shit because all they did was pump me full of more drugs to mask all of my symptoms. Right. And what that ended up doing is it gave holes in my stomach lining. I ended up, it, there was a year where I ended up in the ER every single month. I was vomiting up blood. I tore my esophagus. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like, I literally could not even sit on a bus without getting nauseous. Like periodically I would have to call my parents to come pick me up from university because I was too sick to even take the bus home. <laughs> it and was they just like have this, more prescriptions to fill. And they just pumped me more with more fucking drugs. And finally got to a point. I was losing my hair as well. Was the, it was a fucking mess. And I've turned to natural health medicine and I actually started to get fucking better and every doctor that I've ever mentioned to that I go see a naturopath has treated it like a fucking joke. Wait. Like, I, I can't take modern medicine seriously because it has not taken me seriously my entire life. Yeah. Um, RFK was on Joe Rogan and that has opened up a bunch of people's eyes to how fucked up the vaccines are. 
I can't believe it took a Joe Rogan episode for people to realize that. But I mean, to each their own. At least they re- his. Well, by the way, his book, RFK's book, is really good for that as well. He it's really eye opening. You don't hear well, like Joe Rogan is where I end up hearing a lot of opinions of people that I wouldn't normally hear because think about it. RF, like where would I hear RFK if I don't go and seek him out? Anyone who's slightly based know what what knows what RFK is all about. Anyone Legitimately, who's slightly based. Slightly. I know based. what he's all about. Okay, I was being more the average person i've heard okay, rfk okay. on adam carolla for fucking a decade now um if you're the average person though you would know anything about him except that he's related to jfk potentially and then you hear him on the biggest podcast on planet earth and it opens up a lot of people's eyes to somebody who they've never heard of before because they, am i not right that the media does stifle rfk and call him like a fucking conspiracy theorist oh, kook and don't listen to this guy 100% when he so he has been very vocal against the COVID vaccines from the very beginning and literally every news outlet did everything they could to suppress everything he was saying right. and then when his book came out last year which again I highly recommend you go and read it it's it's very a lot of the stuff that he talked about on Rogan from what my understanding is because I still haven't heard the whole episode he covers all of that in far more detail in his actual book right so yeah, I was just being like Joe Average, who might you're right, only you're listen right. to Joe Rogan. Average would not know who the fuck RFK is at all. Yeah, dog. Um, where the fuck were we? Um, being prescribed a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. So like when I went to my physical or whatever, they were like, "Oh, okay." So I see that you have like the COVID vaccine, and I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, it, my guy, my doctor was like, mm, okay." And so yeah, the variants right now are less deadly, and that's good. But you know, come the fall, I might recommend like a booster. And it was like. I'm 35. I'm in excellent shape. Why? The, I've had COVID. Why the fuck would I get a booster, my guy? Because your prescribing doctor gets a kickback. Yeah. Right. Because he, went he to gets a doctor. That's why <laughs> he gets a he gets some money when he administers one of those. Right. Mm-hmm. That's fucking gross. It's disgusting, dude. It's there was um I can't remember what it is. There was the there was an a, an HPV vaccine or cervical yep. cancer vaccine for women that was rolled out like 10, 11, 12 years ago. And every single gynecologist pushed it like no tomorrow as soon as girls turned 18. I remember every time I would go to my gynecologist, they would immediately ask, Oh, are you interested in getting this? And then about two years ago, it came out that it was linked pretty like horrendously to cervical cancer in women. Right. And now they're going and, through a massive lawsuit. And this was something that doctors were pushing freely on women. Well, at for least decades. in Canada, they're going through a lawsuit because over here in America, you're not allowed to sue pharmaceutical companies. You're not? No. Why? Uh, it was like under Nixon, they were like, we can't make vaccines because our risk is so great of getting sued it's not even worth our time. And Nixon was like, all right, then we'll give you guys immunity. Like if you have any adverse, like Pfizer and anybody who made a COVID vaccine are completely exempt from any sort of mm, foul play that happens to you or your body. I'm going to make one. Hold on. Hold on. I thought I'm going to make a vaccine and I'm going to make a vaccine company just so (laughs) I can just some bleach. (laughs) <laughs> and I can make a shit ton of money. This sounds like a fucking money grab. I'm going to fucking do that. Hold on. I thought the you can't sue the main was only for the COVID vaccines. 
I didn't know this was because there's plenty of lawsuits that have happened for other vaccines in just the last 30 years in the United States. All right. This is why it's WT actual F news. You got to go do your own research, but I'm pretty sure RFK <laughs> was talking about some sort of immunity that the big pharma companies get that they can't be sued or they can only get sued so much. Or yeah, there's, that's there's the like COVID. a cap. The COVID no, vaccine it, makers. COVID, they are completely exempt. That one, they're exempt, but it would, this was across the board vaccine. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, should we go so, on to a yeah, next news story, though? We definitely should. And like, yeah, go do your research on that one. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And plus, it's also 11 o'clock. Sleepy. Yeah, it's almost 1 a.m. for me. <laughs> yeah, can't bitch to you. All right, here, let me, let's me let's do some hot shots, some hot fucking takes of uh, blast fire. There's a Barbie house that you can now Airbnb. Totally free. It's a <gasps> Malibu. It's a Barbie mansion. The whole thing is pink. It's got a disco floor. It's got a pool. It's fucking wild. How 100% much? 100% free. 100% free. You just got to get yourself on a waiting list and hope that you get picked. I think the waiting list might open up sometime soon, so you might want to give it a googs. But do I want to go to Malibu? <laughs> to stay in a free mansion could be fun. But I'd have to go to California. <laughs> no, I get it. California sucks, but like free mansion. Think of the content you could create there. But I'd have to go to California and risk no. getting either robbed, stabbed, or shot. Shoot. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> That is the predicament. Billions of dollars in COVID relief uh, went to fraudsters. About $200 billion worth went to fraudsters. Who would have seen that coming? <laughs> and apparently that's about 17% of the total money that they sent out. Okay, the same I guess thing happened in Canada, by the way. So, yeah, a bunch of people just fucking stealing money that the government... like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was all those PPE loans and all that kind of stuff. A bunch of people from other... And that's the other thing. A lot of it was not even stolen by Americans. At least that money would be spent in the American economy. Nah, went overseas. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the same for Canada. Fuck, like most of the people that took it didn't even reside in Canada. Right, so... I would play that sound effect, but you wouldn't be able to hear it. <laughs> New York is cracking down on pizzerias that use coal and wood-burning stoves. They're persecuting Italians, finally. Finally? Again. Oh, sorry, again. <laughs> what would Cannoli think? He was upset about this. <laughs> this was in our chat as well. <laughs> this is so funny. It was for climate reasons, too, right? Yeah, I right. In New York City, which is like just a fucking cesspool, but they're worried about pizza ovens. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they have fucking, what is it, uh, needle dispensaries? <laughs> like, yeah. That's what they're worried you about. You can go over to the Bronx and get yourself a fentanyl testing kit from a free vending machine, but if you try to cook a fucking pizza on some charcoals, your ass is grass. God, God forbid you feed yourself. <laughs> God forbid you try to have a small business. Oh, why are people still living in New York at this point? Like, I don't know. But the, we just talked to like the bearded bitches and they were like, yeah, yeah, dog. We like we like DC, but it is terrible here. And it's like, well, then why the fuck are you there? They're like, I don't know. 